Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And guess who's back? Yes, the team is back. The squad is back. The boys are back. We are back live on New Twist Radio. The New Twist Radio app, newtwistradio.com. Check us out on iTunes. Yes, there's a lot of work going on. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on everything. Make sure you follow the page, the New Twist Radio page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, A lot of things, a lot of updates going on out there. You know, there's a lot of work to be done. I was just talking to Ardout about all the work that needs to be done. And, um, you know, a lot of things a lot of things happening, a lot of things going on, a lot of new changes that have been taking place. And we it's been a while since we spoke to you. It hasn't been, it's been since about April. The last show we had, I was looking, the last show we had was talking about parents having a dress code when they go to the school. And that was an interesting show. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm still taking comments about that to this day. To this day! But uh, today we're going to be talking about a few things. We're going to be talking about the uh, the Send Her Back chant, uh, with, uh, you know, directed towards Congresswoman Omar for, at a Trump rally. We're going to be talking about that and the response to that. We're going to be talking about some uh, black baseball Hall of Famers who really haven't been getting their just due with the Hall of Fame induction ceremony coming up this weekend. And, uh, you know, that and so much more we're going to be talking about uh, is going viral worth it. And we have a lot of different varying opinions on that. And, of course, if you want to join the show today, if you want to talk to us, if you have any opinions on what we are talking about today, you can hit us up at 215-383-3992. That's the number to call to get online with us. And without further ado, let me bring in the star of the show, the man, the myth, the legend, R. Dot Hunter is in the building. What's going on, man? Man, it feels so good to be back, man. I heard the theme music pop up. I got so excited. People been missing us. I hope everybody that sent me a message asking where the show has been, and I've just told them to stay tuned. I hope they are locked in right now. Uh, I bet, yo, my phone has been flooded this morning since I posted on Instagram. It will be back at 1 o'clock today. I'm excited. I know you excited. We talked about it on the IG Live a little bit about what's been going on. I'm excited for the baseball game tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm Look, man, I'm hyped right now. Even though it's 102 degrees outside, I'm excited. You know, it's 102 degrees, but, you know, I went to the track earlier today. You went and ran a couple miles on the trail today. It's 100, it's 100 some degrees out, but it's really, like, I mean, if it can be, it's really not that bad. You know what I mean? It's not a present. At least, well, I went out a little earlier, so maybe it's a little worse now. But, you know, there, there was a breeze going, and, uh, you know, it just wasn't that bad for me. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a summer baby. I like the heat. I enjoy it. I don't like the winter at all. I never complain about the heat because I always complain about the cold weather. I don't like cold weather. I'm not a fan of it. But um, the baseball game you're excited about tomorrow, I'm not as excited because I won't be able to play in it. 
you know, walking around the track, just kind of proved that to me today that my leg is not ready. And I was just walking. I, I didn't, I was kind of disappointed personally. Um, but, you know, good luck to you guys, the Delaware Blue Demons, and, uh, and, and, and against, you know, the, the Expos. I'm not going to put the whole name out there because I'm not really sure of it and I don't want to mess it up. But playing the Expos tomorrow, um, it's a, you know, t- somewhat of a personal rivalry. We, we scrimmaged those guys in the beginning of the year and, um, you know, ended in a tie. So it's it's going to be a fun game, man. It's all, it's all love. And, uh, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of things going on. Um, we haven't been on the air in about three months. You know, a lot of things, a lot of changes have taken place. Life has gotten in the way. A lot of things that we need to take care of. Me personally, I, I'll put it out there. Um, I started a, another gig. As, as some of you may know, that follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever the case may be. Um, I started another gig where I'm 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 instructing baseball. I'm a baseball instructor now um, at the All Star Baseball Academy. So go ahead if you want your kids to play some baseball. You're looking for some good coaching, you know. Hit up the uh, hit up the website and, and look for me and, and schedule an appointment with me because um, you know. I'm I'm turning I'm turning some people into into stars, but um, you know that and, and you know radio work and I know Arda has some things going on with the nonprofit and the, with the team and there's a lot of things going on. And I'll let Arda give go into more t- detail of what's happening with him, but you know, I'm excited to be back on the air. I'm excited to be back talking to you. I was so excited. I was I was I I didn't get the text messages out like I usually do. Like I I send out text messages. I send out. Instagram, I send out Twitter, I send out Discord messages, I send out text messages. All I did really was um, Facebook, and I put the link on Instagram, the New Twist Radio Instagram page. So it, it's just been a lot. It's been a lot going on just this morning, and uh, you know, and but you know, I love the process. It's all about the process with me. I love the process. I enjoy the process. And uh, you know, if you don't love the process, you're not going to be successful in what you do. If you're not doing it for the right reasons. All right, Dad, I'm going to give you the floor. Go ahead. What, what's been going on with you? Man, you know, everybody's been asking where we've been. So I, it's perfect that we take out a few minutes and tell them what's been going on. Uh, a lot of people saw me tag uh, a very short production. Uh, it was actually a clip that we did for a contest, but I've been working with pictures by LJ, uh, Absolutely amazing videographer, cinematographer here in uh, Wilmington, Newport, Delaware. Uh, Loren Johnson is absolutely amazing. She has given me the ability to get behind the camera, get in front of the camera. So I'm exploring some new things uh, in the acting community and the writing community. I just wrote, well, I just finished up writing a second season of a production that we're about to start filming. Uh, It's going to be a short production we might do it on igtv may do it on youtube uh but i will be in it uh i wrote a role for you jay to be in it uh there are a few couple a few people locally that are going to be in it ty shelton uh logan jenkins uh i'm trying to work out with some stuff with we, have, we had logan on, we had logan on the show yes who is about to bring back uh, Late Night at the Studio with Logan. So definitely make sure you check that out. Uh, but that has been absolutely amazing. And then just really kicking off the work with the nonprofit Blue Demon Athletics. Uh, this year has been absolutely awesome. Uh, my initiative is aimed at keeping youth and adults athletically active in the state of Delaware. 
so our first step was to launch the Blue Demons baseball team, uh, which is a part of Delaware Adult Baseball. Uh, this summer we're going to be running two camps for youth 5 to 8 and 9 to 11 for baseball. Uh, also, I'm partnering right now with a great organization, the Kingdom. Uh, we're doing a three-on-three basketball tournament, which is also a book bag giveaway for the kids that go back to school. So we're doing an amazing initiative for the kids to get their book bags and school supplies. Uh, come out and join us for that on August 24th at Paper Mill Park. Man, I'm just so excited. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. I haven't even talked about Block Suite. I haven't talked about Last Name Legacy. I haven't talked about Teas with Attitude. Uh, but it's just so many things that have taken up our time, and we've been building up the network. So just like you were saying earlier, Jay, now we are on Apple Podcasts. Uh, the app is out through the Google Play Store for New Twist Radio. So you can search New Twist Radio on the Google Play Store. Uh, you can also search New Twist Radio in iTunes. The app will pop up. Uh, the podcast will pop up. All of our episodes back from 2014 through now for the entire network are there. So I'm super excited. So just because you didn't hear our voices, uh, the work was still being done. And now we're back. We're going to be following a little different format in terms of times and shows and details. But all of that information is coming soon. But we wanted to get right back to our fan base with the normal show, 1 o'clock. I could talk for like another 20 minutes, but we got to get into the show and get into the topics. Because I definitely want to show some love to the two Hall of Famers that are not getting much love right now. And that's Lee Smith and Harold Baines. Jay, you... Uh, what do you know about those two? Man, well, I I I, I got to be honest. I, I don't know a whole lot about Lee Smith. I got to look him up. Um, Harold Baines, a hell of a hitter. Um, he is, he's, a, if I'm not, correct me if I'm he's a Delaware native or is he a Maryland native? I believe he is a Maryland native. A Maryland native. I know his, uh, his son played for, I believe it was the Frederick... Oh, uh, man, I can't even I think. think for the Frederick uh, Keys. Was it Frederick Keys? I believe so. Yeah, because uh, a friend of ours uh, actually was interning with the Frederick Keys. And um, he, um, you know, he, he met him and he got some workout tips from him. But um, Harold Baines is a, is a Hall of Famer this year, being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, White Sox. I think he's probably best known for his play with the White Sox. Am I right? Uh, it's kind of split. I would say between between the O's and the White Sox. Okay, okay. Um, you know he's a hell of a hitter. His he he was a he was an average a two eighty nine average hitter, three hundred eighty four home runs, two thousand eight hundred sixty six hits, one thousand six hundred twenty eight RBIs. Okay, as a player, he played for um, many different teams. He played for the, the White Sox three different times. Okay, he played for the Orioles two different times. He played for the Rangers, the Athletics, the Indians, and and he also was a coach of the White Sox at one point. Um, six-time All-Star, 85 through 87, 89, 91, and 99. He won a championship back in 2005 with the – who won in 2005? Don't, 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 don't tell me. I'm trying to think. Who won in 2005? It was uh, the White Sox, right? Didn't he – as a coach? Yeah. As a coach with the White Sox, he he won in two thousand. 
Didn't the White Sox win the World Series? Am I wrong? Uh, or did oh, they? I think I think you're wrong on oh five. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'm trying to think who who won the World Series in two thousand five. That was yeah. That was wasn't that the year? Uh, it was like the Sox and the Strohs. That was like one of them weird yeah, games. Sox and Sox and the Cardinals or something. I don't. That know. might be one of those uh, that we got to look at the uh, two thousand five World Series. Yeah, the 2005. Uh, I think it was the World Series team in 2005. Yeah, and he was a coach, was, yeah, he was a coach was for the White Sox from 04 to 2015. So it has to be the White Sox. That's when uh, Ozzie Ozzie Guillen was the manager of the Chicago White Sox. Um, wow. Yeah, he was he was so going on the, uh, on the Eastern Shore of Maryland. It was. Yeah, I was going to say I remember him being from Eastern the Eastern Shore area, but I wasn't sure if it was Lower Delaware or Maryland. He was born in Easton, Maryland. Um, he graduated from St. Michael's High School and back in 77 um, and uh, had a Hall of Fame baseball career from that point forward. Harold Baines, congratulations to you going in as a uh, – he played for a lot of teams. I didn't realize he played for so many teams. I thought it was only two, but it, that goes to show you. Um, he was a journeyman. He was a journeyman. He was a journeyman Hall of Famer. That, that's something you don't see a whole lot of. Not something you see a whole lot of in, in sports where there's a Hall of Famer that's a journeyman. Okay, and also you have Lee Smith, Hall of Famer. Lee Smith was a pitcher um, with the Chicago Cubs. Who else did he play? He played for the Cubs, the Red Sox, Cardinals, Yankees, Orioles, Angels, Reds, and Expos. Um, and I believe he retired in 99 officially. I think that's what you told me earlier, 99. I think he retired. Um, uh, and when he left the game, he was the all-time saves leader. So it's so interesting that the two all-time save greats are getting inducted at the same exact time. At the same time. How about that? Uh, he retired with the Montreal Expos in 97, as you just stated. He he finished the game with uh, – he left his career – finished his career, excuse me, with 478 saves, 1,251 strikeouts. Uh, he had a 3.03 ERA, his win-loss record. He won 71 games, lost 92 games, which can, you know, it's it's not uncommon for a closer to have a lot of a lot of losses, um, even though they shouldn't. Anyway, uh, he he pitched 1,200. I'm sorry, 1,022 games. Okay, his last MLB appearance was in July, July uh, 2nd of 1997. Okay, and he debuted back in September 1st, 1980 with the Chicago Cubs. So he played 17 years in the league um, and had also had a Hall of Fame career. Um, and he was a, actually, he was a sage leader four times during his career. How about that? In 83, 91, 92, and 94, he was the, he was a sage leader. So how about that? Three times Role Relief Man of the Year Award. So, you know, two men that are, aren't really getting a lot of aren't really getting a lot of attention in this year's Hall of Fame uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony, actually at, leading up to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Not, these guys are not getting a lot of attention. Um, the guys that are getting a lot of attention, we got Mike Messina, we have Mariano Rivera, we have uh, Roy Holiday, and we have, um, who's the one guy I keep forgetting? Edgar um, Martinez. Edgar Martinez. Those guys are getting the most of, most of the publicity. Why is that? I don't know. Um, I mean, there's many, many things I can speculate, many things I could say, 
as to why these guys are getting not getting the recognition that they deserve. Um, from what Roy Holiday is getting in, it, it's uh, I don't even know how to say the word, but post post hum, I don't know how to say the word. Is it possible? Okay, I'm let you say because I, I don't know how to say it. So <laughs> he's he's getting in after his death. You know, he died in a plane crash a couple years ago. Uh, Mariano Rivera, all-time stage leader, New York Yankee, just dominant, dominant closer for the New York Yankees for many, many years. Um, Edgar Martinez, a professional hitter. Okay, if if you know, if I could, that's the probably the least I could say about a professional hitter. Um, and Mike Mussina. A few things about Mike Mussina, okay, that are very interesting that I didn't know until you know this whole thing. He only won 20 games in his career one time. Right. One time, and, I, and, that, and that was towards the end of his career, which I thought was very interesting because he played for the Orioles when the Orioles were good, and he also played when the, with the Yankees when the Yankees were good. So I thought that was real interesting that he he played. Um, he only played. He only had one season with twenty with more than twenty wins. Also, he is one of the only pitchers. Now I, I wish I, I heard this stat in the car, and I wish I wrote it down, but I was driving. He is one of the only pitchers, or might be the only pitcher in MLB history, to have uh, the amount, I don't know, it's something where the amount of wins that he has is like the most amount of wins with the amount of starts that he has had over the over his career, the time of his career. Something weird like that. Not that he's the all-time winning, winning his pitcher, which I don't think he is, but he won more games on average than any other pitcher in MLB history, even though he didn't win 20 games in his career. So I, I have to look up that stat, but I heard it on the radio actually just yesterday or two days ago. Um, but congratulations to everybody that's getting in, but we want to talk about Lee Smith and Harold Baines and why aren't they being talked about? And I'm interested in, in hearing your opinion on that, Ardot, because, you know, I, I have my opinions and I try not to, I try not to make, you know, get too controversial on the show, even though, you know, that's what the show is about. Um, but, you know, I like to hear what you have to say, and then I'll probably come back and get extra controversial. So I'm going to give you the floor. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. And we know that with baseball being America's pastime and how race relations get treated in America, uh, I don't think that it is any coincidence that the two African American Hall of Famers, aren't getting any recognition right now. So if you look at, if you turn on ESPN today, uh, you can look and they'll talk about Edgar Martinez. They'll talk about uh, Mike Mussina. They will talk about Mariano Rivera. They will talk about Doc Holliday. Uh, and they completely leave out Lee Smith and Harold Banks. Why? I don't know. I can only assume that there's no real appeal in it. Uh, when we talk about, when they talk about Edgar Martinez and Mariano Rivera, uh, we know that the sport has become a, and I don't want to say it's become a Hispanic game because it's always been dominated by Hispanic players or Spanish players. Uh, so those two and their dominance, Edgar Martinez, arguably the greatest hitter of all time. And I just say hitter, he didn't play a position. He was a DH. All he did was hit the ball. He did an absolutely amazing job at it. Uh, and interesting stat, he is one of 
three players that boasted a 500 or more percentage over Mariano Rivera. So Mm. Mo got through everybody. We know that Mo was the first unanimous Hall of Famer ever. So everybody voted him in. Classy individual, uh, enter Sandman will forever be one of the greatest moments for me at a baseball game. Uh, Mo was just the best to ever do it to close out a game, and he only had one pitch. You knew what was coming, and you still couldn't hit it. It was that cutter. Then we talk it cut, about it, it cut a few the, different ways, though. The cutter. All he had, he had a cutter. Mike Mussina, great pitcher with the Orioles, amazing pitcher with the Yankees. Uh, interestingly enough, he only had 270 wins in his career, so he wasn't a 300-game winner. Uh, he wasn't you know, one of those guys that just came out and you knew that he dominated you, but over on average, he averaged 15 wins per season over his 18-year career. So that was another amazing stat. I don't think Doc gets in if he didn't die. And I hate to say that. You mean, you uh, mean on this ballot? On the first ballot. I don't think he right. gets in as a first ballot Hall of Famer if he didn't die. So when you think, when you look at his resume, he won two Cy Youngs. He does have the perfect game, and I believe he was the first ever to throw a no-hitter in the postseason. But I don't think that those things get him in first ballot if he didn't die. See, he only, he only won 170 games in his career. And, and part of that was because he played for the Blue Jays, who stunk. For a majority right. of his time with the Blue Jays, they they were terrible. Um, I kind of think Doc does get in his first ballot uh, because of of what you said. I mean, he was a he was a great pitch. People recognize Doc Holliday was a great pitcher um, because he had the no hitter and the per, he had a he had a no hitter, and I think in the next season he had a perfect game and a no hitter. And he had a perfect game in the season, and had a no hitter in the playoffs, which was, which very well could have been a, a perfect game. But he walked one guy, which you know eliminates you from having a perfect game. Not you know I'm not saying anything there, but I think those things in in, including you know how dominant he was as a pitcher, I think he does get in first first ballot. I I, I do believe that him. I hate to say it like this. I do believe him passing away probably solidified him as the first ballot. But I think I think he gets in first ballot as a as a pitcher, even even without his death, personally. I mean it, now, you know. now now he gets he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. I'm first ballot. Now let's talk about Lee Smith. Lee Smith has been on the ballot since two thousand and three. And at that point in time, he was still the all-time saves leader. No, and he should have been in. He should have been in a long time. And, and you know uh, what? It's hard. It seems like it's hard for closers to get in because you don't. And that's, you don't. That's, I the mean, other thing. that's that's why it's amazing for Mariano. Mariano, if Mariano played for the uh, the, the Milwaukee Brewers, he probably doesn't get in first ballot. 
all numbers being the same, you know, even with his dominance. The fact that he played for the Yankees, I think, helps him get. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to get in because he absolutely deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer because that's exactly what he was in his career. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I think the fact that he played for the Yankees, the royalty of, of baseball, even elevated it even more because, you know, look at Lee Smith. Played for the Cubs, played for a bunch of different teams. Um, he was the all-time saves leader, and it took him. Well, he he graduated. Excuse me, graduated. He he retired in '97, and here you are, 22 years later, and he's just getting in. Now, maybe if Lee Smith was a Yankee during that time, if he if he had played for the Yankees, you know that he played for the Yankees one year, but if he was a Yankee that entire time. Maybe he gets in first ballot. Maybe he's he maybe he got in ten years ago. But I think being that, I think your team in baseball, outside of any other sport, plays a big part in you getting into the Hall of Fame. I, I honestly believe that because I think there is a little bit. I, don't, I hate to say bias. I wish I could think of a better term. But I think there is a little bit of a bias when you play for certain teams. And in the, in the, like if you played for if you played for the Sox, if you played for the Yankees, if you played for the, I don't know, maybe you played for the Braves in the 90s, okay, if you played for the A's in the late 80s, you know what I mean, maybe maybe there's a little more push for you to get into the Hall of Fame because those teams were so good, Um, but like you said, Lee Smith, ballot eligible, uh, Hall eligible since 2003, should have definitely been in, and was he Hall eligible in 2003? Yeah. Okay, he was Hall eligible. Retired in '97, and he was on the ballot since 2003. And why? Why is he just getting in 22 years later? And the man that right. that is getting in on the first ballot, deservedly so, just broke his record. Just broke, you know, his 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 saves record less than 10 years ago. Think about that. Think about that. Maybe that's, maybe that's maybe what, it's win loss record. That's but th- another thing is that's why I factor in, you know, there. What's what's the what is the ratio of African American baseball players in baseball? It might be. I know it's under ten percent. It's definitely under ten percent of the sport is African American. We know that for a fact. It might be under five percent. So, when you're thinking about recognition and a lot of recognition has to do with fan base being that your fan base is predominantly not we know that african americans don't watch baseball it's not an action sport it's not football it's not basketball so it's not a sport that we openly dominate from the headline standpoint because right now and i'll say Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball, and they only talk about Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. I truly let me, believe let me that say Mookie this. Let me, let me say one thing, and I've said this on other shows, sports-based shows. Since the steroid, since the steroid uh, era, <clears throat> excuse me, era, and since the steroid um, fallout, I should say, of MLB, the MLB does a terrible job an absolutely terrible job of promoting their best players. Absolutely terrible job. If you think about 
how they promoted their how they marketed, I should say, how they market their best players in the nineties. And then the eight well, I just say the nineties. Eighties I was a little younger. But nineties, I knew who every player was. Because mostly because of how they were marketed. How the MLB mark I think that I think the MLB is very hesitant to get behind players because of the steroids thing. I, I really do. Like like you said, they get behind Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is, you know, he's He's not he's not having a Bryce Harper like season, according to some. They get behind Mike Trout. They don't talk about Mookie Betts a lot, even though Mookie Betts, like you said, is probably the best player in baseball. You see a lot of marketing behind behind uh Aaron Judge. Um and maybe a few other players, but not really not too much. Not too much. You know, you if outside if let's let's take let's take all the let's take all the Yankees. Let's take all the Red Sox out of the equation. Who else are they really talking about? Mike Trout, and who else? That's that's about it. We just had a whole All Star game. Yeah. We we just had one of the greatest rounds in the in the in the history of the um of the home run derby. Home run derby. With a rookie, Vlad Guerrero Jr., who Vlad Guerrero Sr. was very was very marketed in the nineties. Early two thousand. I can't even tell you right now who won the home run derby. Uh, who I won don't the home run derby? Remember. I don't remember. It wasn't played, Vlad. Oh, Jr. I remember. No, it wasn't. It was. It was the guy who played for the Mets. Franco, not Franco. Uh, what was his last Peter Alonzo. Peter Alonzo. That's Alonzo. Okay. Alonzo. That's who it was. And I hate the fact that he was a Yank, a Met, but you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, they don't do a good job of marketing, and I think they're afraid to because of the steroid thing. Because think about, think about. When the steroid thing happened, think about all those guys that had to go in front of Congress or whatever it was. Those guys, all those guys, all those guys were marketed heavily by the MLB in their time. Rafael Palmero, you had uh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, uh, uh, the whole bunch. I mean, you can name Barry Bonds never went in front of them. Roger Clemens went in front of them. Okay, Roger Clemens was 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 accused of. You had um, I'm trying to think of some of the guys that that were around, man. I mean, the, so many, the, almost the whole marketing standpoint of the MLB was was sitting in front of Congress testifying. Think about that. Think about that. They don't. I, I, I mean, it was, it's sustained for for um, it's sustained for the MLB, but it actually saved the game. But that's not what we're talking about. I'm sorry, I, I got off on the tangent. You know how I do. Um, we're talking about uh, Lee Smith. <laughs> And, and why, why he's not, why he's just getting into the Hall of Fame, and, it, and I think it's I think the Travis there is just getting all. How does the all-time saves leader in the MLB up until Mariano? How does he not get into the the, uh, the Hall of Fame earlier? It's like that's like but having Pete, that's like keeping Pete Rose out, but Pete Rose is out for a reason, and I still and I think that's stupid too. But go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's a lot of politics, man. We uh we spent we spent almost half of the show on uh just our introduction and getting back in and the Hall of Fame. So I definitely wanted to switch gears a little bit because I know we spent a little bit of time before the show talking about uh, some of the recent events on social media and the, these viral moments and talking about you know is it really worth Doing what some of these people do to go viral. I wanted to hop into that because I know we're going to talk for a while about this. 
I know you have uh, you have a, a opinion on it. I have an opinion on it. I know the people listening have an opinion on it. Um, I believe uh, Kyle Nelson of the Growth Society is going to call in. It was actually a topic that he uh, brought to me this morning uh, while we were on our run this morning. Uh, we had a, a, a passionate conversation about it, and I know he has some opinions on it, uh, which should be actually coming to his upcoming podcast and vlog. But I wanted to hop into that, man. Oh, we could definitely talk about that. We could definitely talk about that. Um, is going viral worth it? it, it is and, and let, let's. I don't want to change the question up, but let's 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 uh, kind of let's kind of get in detail and quick is, is doing the things you do to go viral viral worth it i would say some of those things yes some of the things are worth it and it depends on it depends on what you're going but like some people go viral and have 15 minutes of fame okay some people go viral and make a career out of it some people go viral in their restaurant it blows up. And I don't mean that literally, I mean it figuratively. They their restaurant now every, now everybody wants to eat at their restaurant. Or now everybody wants to see their show or listen to their podcast. You know what I mean? Or 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 wear their shoes or, or wear their shirts, whatever the case may be. So it it's definitely worth it to go viral if you have a reason to be viral. If you don't have a reason to go viral, don't go viral for the wrong things. A lot of people recently have gone viral for the wrong things, and they get their 15 minutes of fame, and then they get their 15 years in prison. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it, it really depends on what what things are happening to go viral. Why are you going viral? How are you going viral? What, you know what I mean? So uh, how do you feel about Ardot? Man, I just – it's – it's a it's a really interesting topic uh, because we had some really good discussion on it this morning. So I brought up a few names and I brought up Kim Kardashian, and not to say that you know she was a nobody. She was obviously of some social prominence already, but she parlayed a sex tape into a billion dollar family business. Uh, whether you want to look at it that way or not. The conversation surrounding her and the instances went viral, and she took it and ran with it and turned it into a business. And then uh, we brought up the name Shiggy, uh, <laughs> young comedian. Uh, <laughs> sounds really, sound like you sneeze. That's I why I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what's uh, Ziggy, the little comic? Um, Shiggy. But Shiggy. that's Ziggy Shiggy. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of the, the comics from the back of the newspaper, Ziggy, little round guy, but <laughs> oh, yeah. that's neither here nor there. So, Ziggy, I mean, he parlayed his 15 minutes into, you know, some some very good success, turned it into some financial success. He was seen at award shows. He made it to, to Drake's videos. He's So now he's become a more prominent figure based on, you know, what he did virally to blow up on social media. Uh, and then we talked about the two most recent events uh, with the young lady licking Bluebell ice cream and putting it back on the shelf and the individual drinking from the mouthwash and spitting it back in and putting those back on the shelf as well. 
so there's different levels of intent when you're trying to go viral. And I think that it was something that I posted up the other day uh, when I was asking people, what's your why? And some people do things and they really don't have a reason why they do it. And it's just stupid stuff. It is just to be a part of the in crowd or to be cool or to be seen. So I think that when there are people who have intentions behind their behaviors, it makes a lot more sense. Now, whether those intentions turn into success, that's two different things. But when you do it with an intent to parlay it into a career or to parlay it into money, those things I can understand a bit more than the young lady who was licking the Bluebell ice cream because there's absolutely no measure of success that can come about from that. And she, I believe she got arrested and charged with a crime, which she should have. And one, was it worth it? Is it worth it to compromise some of your morals, some of your integrity to get into these positions? And I think that that was one of the conversations uh, between Monique and Steve Harvey about, you know, would you compromise your integrity for the levels of success that you've achieved? And I know it was unpopular to some people when Steve Harvey said, of course it is, because I can't be that same person that I always was. I, I can't be the person that I was 25 years ago expecting to have the successes that I have today. And we have to conform to some of the some of society's demands on who we are as people. But I also think that there's a big difference between conforming and compromising your integrity. And I think, like, a big part of that for me, just like I tell people all the time, you know, I decided to leave corporate America because there were things that I didn't want to compromise with who I was as a person. Now, when you start compromising who you are as an individual and you start to lose yourself, Nothing good can come from that, no matter how successful you are. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. it's never really your success. And I think some of these people out there, they they just want to go viral for the 15 minutes of fame, but they don't have a game plan for well, what comes after that 15 minutes. Right, right, right. Absolutely. They, Absolutely. Even, well, we got- even if you work it right. Your 15 minutes turns into something really good. You got to be ready for it. You got to be ready for it. And it's just like winning the lottery. You can win the lottery, but you can blow your money real quick, and now, you, now you're at rock bottom starting over. Or you can have a plan for it, and, and, and you can make it be prosperous for you. But we got, uh, we got uh, Kyle coming in, uh, calling in that uh, had, had the idea, wanted to have this discussion. Um, he's calling in. And uh, what's going on, Kyle? How you feeling today? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all feeling? You're doing well, man. man. We're talking about... That's right, that's we, we right. Talk, we're talking about what you wanted to talk about. We, uh, the is, is is going viral worth it? And I'm I'm interested in hearing mm-hmm. hearing what you have to say about it. Mm, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we were we were just talking about this and discussing it, man. Um, I, I don't think I, I I don't think I mean it, it depends on how you're carrying it. Um. When people talk about, you know, as y'all were elaborating on about going viral, and I, and I heard Ryan, you know, talking about principles and morals, 
when it comes to that type of stuff, I don't think going viral is worth it. Um, unless, you know, you, you, you stick into your plan, you stick into your script, and that's what it is that you want to be known for or that's what you want to ride out. But my main thing was, you know, with all of the stuff going on, we started talking about all of these little crazy challenges and stuff that hit the Internet as far as, you know, say these people, they opening up containers and they eating ice cream and drinking stuff and doing, you doing the mouthwash challenge, putting stuff back. And a lot of people, they get a good buzz and they may get a negative buzz. But say, for instance, you get a good buzz off of this, right? And the people that you, you the, the crowd that you were trying to entertain or say, for instance, you, you reach a certain level of success off of this, this right. thing that you've been doing to go viral. Do you continue to stay that way when you get around the successful people that you were trying to get the attention from? Or do you try to change it up and, you know, try to forget all about everything it is that you've done up until that point? to be successful or to, to, to gain that, that fame or that, you know, that validation through the in crowd, do you forget about all of the stuff that you did to go viral to get there or do you continue to be that person? Now, in layman's terms, I mean, say, for instance, you know, we all, we all could be funny in our, in our own way. Everybody can have their, you know, crack a joke or everybody has a crowd that they could probably cater to that other people may not know about to say, hey, yo, Ryan, he's a funny guy, Kyle, he's a funny guy, whatever. But... When you're doing these things, say, for instance, you get on Instagram and you become funny for or famous for wearing a wig and telling jokes and you're a man. Say, for instance, you get around people and you start being in movies or whatever, and somebody checks you on that. Man, you wore a wig to get on. Is it valid? Is it valid? Or was that thing going viral worth you changing your, your, the way up? Or do you continue to stay the wig-wearing guy and be known for that? So... You know, when, when when me and Ryan were talking about it, those were like just some of the questions. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting there, I'm not bashing people that want to wear wigs. If that's the man, that's what you want to do, you do that. If that's what you want to be cool with or going viral, that's your thing. But I'm just starting to look at it like the, the trends, man. It's a lot of stuff that's starting to become valid. And, and the, the generations coming up behind us, they they starting to feel like that, you know, the, these, these things are starting to become normative culture. Who would in a million years think, 10 to 15 years ago, a cool challenge would be opening up ice cream, licking it, and putting it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, that you know, crazy. going viral. When you do things that go viral, is it worth sacrificing who you are as a person and morally? Do you do you continue to be this 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 viral person, or do you snap back and say, oh, no, nah, this is who I really am, and will you be appreciated for being exactly who you are, or will you be appreciated for being the, the go viral wearing a wig, licking the ice cream guy or girl? You know what I mean? Now, do we, do we need to uh, to do a better job? And and this, I already know the answer to this question. Do we need to do a better job of of when we do these things to go viral? And I'm I'm talking about other people. I don't think I've ever done anything mm-hmm. to go viral. Nah. <laughs> licking, licking the ice cream, spitting the mouthwash. Do you need to do a better job of knowing like this is stupid? This is this is going to get you in trouble. Like that, you know I- it, this. These are grown. These are these aren't like little kids. These kids, they're not twelve years old doing this or eight years old doing yeah. this. Yeah, these they're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven years old doing these things. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like, like, like it's, we were talking about earlier. Like you said, the, the internet is king right now. There's people are <laughs> doing things to go viral for the wrong reason. Like, okay, so I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, example you gave, Kyle, about the wig and and telling the jokes and all like that. 
And like you said, no judging. If, you, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. If, there's, if there is a market for it, fine. But there's going to be a time when that's not funny anymore. Or there's going to be a time Absolutely. when that's going to get old. Or you there doing that is. is going to get old. Do you have something more to give? Or is that all you got? Exactly. Because exactly. once you go viral, you're an entertainer. You understand what I'm saying? You're, you're now an entertainer. And, and you're an entertainer now. People are looking for more. And that's what uh, you'll me, be known me, for. Is just go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna give one more one more quick example okay. of somebody okay. that went viral and I'm gonna say they went viral accidentally, but they kinda turned it into something a little bit more. The um I don't I'm I do not even remember her name, but the Catch Me Outside girl. She went viral oh, accidentally yeah. on, on Doctor Phil, but then flipped it right. into like a rap career or something like that, and she's still she's still somewhat relevant that, that, in, in some circles. Yeah. Absolutely, capitalism. Now she capitalized off that. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And to Absolutely. me, to me, that's to me that's a prime example of you know. To me, that's kind of using what you got to get where you need to be at. Like she, you know, she used her platform to probably live her dream out. You know, to be a rapper or whatever it is. But she's reached some certain level of success. But again, the, the other side of it, when you you know, it's, it's almost like uh, let's say for instance uh. You know, Mike Epps is, like, to me, one of the funniest dudes ever. Like, he's, he's, of course, he's successful. He's funny as ever. But he even says sometimes people will run down on him and call him D-Day, and they'll try to, you know, he he can't ever – it's kind of like he can't yeah. ever live that down because that's what, you know, that's what he – that's, like, a main thing that he's known for, for being D-Day or saying 45, 47. So people always want to hear it. So, right. he wants, you know, he's a regular guy, and, I'm, you know, he, he has a million other roles. But that's a prime example of, you know, a first impression. When people see you do first, that's what you're kind of be known for. And, you know what I mean? People, what people love you for. Yeah. Because think about, uh, think, about when, um, yeah. think about when James Avery died, okay? James Avery played Dr. Phil on, I mean, not Dr. Phil, Uncle, Uncle Phil, Phil yeah. on, uh, on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. James Avery was the man's name. But everybody that posted something on social media said, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Because that's what they love him as, Uncle Phil. One of the biggest they lines get... ever. First of all, oh, rest yeah. in peace, Uncle Phil. He didn't, he didn't say his name. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Absolutely. So you, that's, a, that's great. That's a great example. You're absolutely right. People, people will remember you for what they love you for. 215-383-3992 is the number to call to get on through. Press the number one button if you want to talk to us. We are talking about, we got about 15 minutes left in the show. And we're talking about um, we're talking is is going viral worth it? And and R Doc gave a gave an example uh, similar to the the examples that uh, that were given just now of Kim Kardashian and how she capitalized off of the sex tape that was made. And, and you know it could have the sex tape could have ruined her. And not everybody knew who Kim Kardashian was at the time until the sex tape, right? But she she turned that into a multi million billion dollar industry. Her, 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 and her whole family. Her whole family eating off that to this day. To this day, they eating off that. And um, you know, it's, it's all about capitalization. Now, can you capitalize off of doing something as idiotic as licking ice cream or or drinking mouthwash and spitting it back in, putting it back on the shelf? Personally, I, I mean, I, so if you can, somebody's gonna find a way to do it. But if I find out you do it near my, one of my stores, me and you probably gonna have to. Um, 
you, you probably going to line it up because we, we, we probably just going to go in <laughs> to something because you know I, I I like to use mouthwash or whatever the case may be and I like ice cream too so you know we might have to grumble I'm not going to put my hands on the yeah. female but tell your boyfriend to come holler at me because we we just gonna have to we gonna have to have it out I'm just saying um, Kyle what else did you want to say on this topic because I know this is this was this was your this was your brainchild and you know I want to I want to give um, you the just do. I just, man, I, I appreciate it first and foremost. I, I just, you know, it's just something that, you know, man, man, Ryan, man, you know how you, you wake up and you get to running, man, and, and, and great minds think alike. And we just started, we just started sitting and, and we were talking about it, and it's a, it's a, it's a real thing. I mean, we both, we both have kids. We both, you know, got, you know, nieces and nephews that are young that we gotta, you know, they come up in this era, and. It's a thing where you know I've seen advertisements, and I try to I don't I, I I try to keep my daughter away from I don't want her to be like a, a YouTube zombie. I don't want to I don't want you to you know I, I don't want you to miss out on essential things because you're paying attention to what you know with, uh, the viral stuff. Everything that, you know that's this popular hits the internet, and nowadays you got kids that you know they they know how to work YouTube at four years old and five years old. They know how to search things and all the popular stuff is is the stuff that, you know, maybe maybe I may be a little old school. I mean I'm I'm a little tech savvy but I'm a little more old school too where it's like I still like to read and I still like to, you know, pour the essential things in my kid. So it's just something that as a parent, it it, it kicks in where it's like this virus go whole go viral thing. My daughter daddy sharked me to de- daddy sharks me to death. I never knew what daddy <laughs> shark was and you know, it, it, I know about all of this stuff, and it's all off of off of YouTube. But it's easy for kids that you know. You got kids nowadays that go viral just for you know having tantrums on the internet, you know, shopping on the mm. internet, eating, playing mm. video games, and it's hard. You know, I mean, I haven't reached that point yet where I have. I've, it's been an adverse situation, but how do you how do you kind of get your kid to how do you monitor that? How is it? How do you put a cap on? what it is that your kid is paying attention to. And, you know, come on, we, we've, I think it's, it's worse now because the internet, the kids have, you know, you could, you could tell your mom or your dad, you hear, you could post a picture and make it seem like you're here. You could be somewhere totally different opposed to back in the day. You could say, you, you could tell your mom you were here, but your mom can call this person or call that person or she could pull up to exactly where you were. So, you know, it's either, you know, the, the bigger risk wasn't in the lie. It was just like, Yo, is whatever I'm doing is it worth me getting caught? Nowadays, it's it's a little different where the internet can be tricky. You can you could put a cap or you could put a limit or you can monitor what your kids watch. But as soon as they get to school, it's a total different ball game. You know what I mean? So it's like Absolutely. the viral things is what they pay attention to. So it's 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 just you know one of them things that I think that it should be it should be talked about. I mean, and I, I just wanted to me personally, I just wanted to gain other people's opinion and, and other people's perspective. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, a, a super old school cat that's just like, oh, man, the Internet is horrible because, no. You know, I, I grew up when the Internet, you know, when it was AOL, you had to dial up and, you know, I went at first, I so I, you know, pretty, yeah. So we had to, you know, kind of conform to what was going on. But, you know, the stuff that just gets commemorated these days, or it's just ridiculous. Like you said, like, come on, you, you, it's a challenge where you, you, you put mouthwash in your mouth and spitting it back in and then putting the top on it and walking away. That there is just like a lack of 
everything, respect, dignity, you know, integrity, moral, all of that. First of all, let me just say this. That's not a challenge, okay? Like, there's there's been challenges that were difficult mm-hmm. challenges, right? That's mm-hmm. easy mm-hmm. to do. It's stupid as hell, but it's easy to do. To lick ice cream, that's easy. That's not a challenge. Eat that, yeah. eat that hot-ass potato chip. That's a challenge. <laughs> right. All right. right. Do the do the. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm some of the stuff I'm going to say is stupid, but it's still a challenge. The the spoonful of cinnamon. That's a challenge. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the running man challenge. The planking challenge. Those are are challenge. I mean, they're all stupid, but they're challenges. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get in trouble right. for doing these things. You might get sick, but you're not going to get in trouble. Doing stuff that's going to harm somebody else. That's just that's just that's just dumb. Yeah, and and that's the thing, and and that's one of the you know those were one of the main reasons why I'm just like, you know, it's one of them things where you see it and you you just sit back and you're like, damn dog, people just do anything nowadays. They just go viral, they have viral attention. You start to see, like I said earlier, you know, the men, men, and I'm just I'm not you know by no means I don't want this to be blown out of proportion where we, you know, I'm not talking about gay being you know being gay or anything like that. I'm saying that. Men like grown men with beards, and you know they the thoroughest cats out. I've seen cats talk about the internet and say, "Oh man, y'all always on Instagram." And then years later, I see this you know cat putting a wig on to try to get likes to be funny on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that right mm-hmm. there is like those are some of the things that, I, that I'm you know that I speak about where it's like you know you, it's no integrity in that to me, just to me. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I would be if if I was a movie guy. I would be Dave Chappelle. Like you, you can't give me any amount of money to put a wig on just for me to gain popularity because that's not me. You know what I mean? So it's like when you start to see things like that, a guy put a wig on and start talking funny or start doing some things. If you're not Kevin Hart or one of them, you know, up and coming comedian type, you're just one of them dudes in the hood that you and you playing around. I don't think that that's. I don't think that that's cool to do for life. I don't think that Let you me- know. It's just certain things that I go ahead. No, no, I was going, I was going to let you finish, but I was going to say, let me. I wanted to end it with this because we do have to get into one more topic before we end the show. Um, we, we, they're, they're out here selling their soul for internet likes. Is what they're doing, they're selling their soul for internet likes, and uh, you know, it is what it is. I got, you know, off topic. I got a mosquito bite on my leg, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, God, <laughs> bugging the hell out of me, but. Uh, <laughs> We gotta um we, we gotta change gears real quick and Kyle, you know, stay with us if you can. Uh we only got a few more minutes Absolutely. left in the show. Uh we wanted to talk about the, the Trump rally, the, the chance, the send her back chance at the Trump rally with um directed toward Congressman Omar and um and the reaction to it. And um here, here first first of all, let me just say that I just want to get this out of the way. Okay, because I'm not a Trump supporter. I do I do know people that are Trump supporters like via the internet and all like that. You know, nobody that I talk to on a on a daily basis is a Trump supporter that I know of. And you know, if you are, you are. But first of all, let me just say this: if there is a if there is a candidate running for public office, and they are endorsed by the Ku Klux Klan, that's the first indication to me that you know what you're not going to get my vote. Maybe it's because of the, the color of my skin, but I just, you know, I, it just, to me, it just doesn't make any sense that anyone would, would endorse somebody that's endorsed by the Klan. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's get into the, uh, the chance of Omar. We haven't heard from R. Dot in a while. I'm going to give him a chance to, uh, to speak his piece 
on the uh, on that on that situation. R dot, how you feeling, man? You still there? Oh yeah, you know I'm here. So for one, I want to uh, shamelessly plug Kyle because uh, we we did a project together. Uh, maybe what about two three years ago, and I know he still has some of the shirts on hand. So if you need these shirts, they say, <laughs> don't let Trump get you effed up. And I think people need to understand that message more than anything right now. Because Shout out to Ed Dawson, man. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot openly support anybody who uses fear and racial tension as as a motivator. And I truly believe that he is trying to divide this country more than he's trying to bring it together. Because there's absolutely no reason why you can say, send her back or send them back to where they came from. When he openly acknowledges that he is from a family of immigrants. Our country was founded on immigration and slavery. Those are the two fundamental principles, and I know people don't want to talk about it, but these are two fundamental principles of our country that still keep our country thriving today. There's a lot of jobs right now that don't happen without immigration, period. There's a lot of jobs that don't happen without immigration. And... There's, a, there's a, a different form of slavery going on in 2019, and a lot of things don't occur without that form of slavery either. So we have to be honest, and we know that these two industries are driven by people of color, period. Our economy thrives because of people of color, whether you're brown, whether you're yellow, whether you're orange. I don't care what color you are. But our industry and our U.S. economy thrives off of people of color, period. So for you to use sending people back to where they came from, especially when they were born on American soil. Now, I know that Representative Omar was not, but she did come. She did complete the process. She is a naturalized citizen. So we can't argue the fact that she's a citizen of the United States, so she wouldn't have been an elected official. So to use that type of fear is pathetic and i think anybody from any political background if you agree or you associate it with it or you don't speak up and denounce it you're a part of the problem i think it was martin luther king who said if you are indifferent you are on the side of the oppressor Mm -hmm. that's That's all i'm gonna say i want to give you i I know we're running short on time so i want to let y'all get y'all thoughts in on it yeah, we got under two minutes left in the uh, show. Kyle, did you want to uh, jump in on that? Yeah, man. Just to, just a tad. I mean, Ryan, he's he spot on with, with, with his opinion. I mean, me and him, I mean, we could write a book on how many times me and him sat down and talked about how the world moves and how, how you know, Donald Trump, period. Um, to me, it's just, it's just a horrible example of, of any type of, just anything, man. Donald, I, like he said, the shirts don't let Trump get you effed up. It's a real thing. Um, I believe, you know, even with the with the Omar chance and you know, send them back. That can, it, it just, it's it's just trash, and it can go. It, it's it's sad. It's sickening, and and it can go a lot of ways, man. And it's just offensive, and it's it's just classic Donald Trump. I, that's that's all I can say. And and like again, I hundred percent. 
agree with what Ryan said. I just, I, it's Trump. It's Trump. <laughs> All right. Well, it's look, um, yeah, it, like everybody's trash. It's sad. Those are the type of things that aren't supposed to happen in our country. Those are the type of things that this country is not supposed to be about. But we come to find out that, that, that those things still exist. And, you know, if, if you believe that those things did not exist before now, then you were definitely delusional and uh, you were you were blinded by everything that's going on. Look, we only got a few seconds left in the show. I want to thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Kyle, for uh, for giving us a topic to talk about. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely talk more in the future. All right, Dot, man, I appreciate Absolutely. you coming appreciate on. That. And, uh, you know, we're back, first time back in three months. And uh, like I said, man, make sure you uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at New Twist Radio, and also make sure you uh, download the New Twist Radio app on the Google Play Store and check us out on the iTunes uh, podcast. All right, we out of here. We got two seconds. Well, I'm gonna talk to y'all next time. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.